Hi guys, welcome to episode four of Navigating Motherhood. I have my mom friends here today. We're all just gonna chit chat and just have a little candid like conversation. Um, so you can hear a little bit from Abby. Abby, say hey. Hello. Anna. Hi. And Liz. Hello. So funny story, we all went to high school together and now we all have babies. So yeah, we're just gonna kind of talk about like the last episodes that we have been listening to, and then also just some of um, our own experiences because none of the ladies have got to share their story yet, so they are more than welcome to share whatever they want. So, where should we start? I think we should start with Hannah and have her tell us a little bit about her epidural experience. Okay. Um, yeah. So I guess, I don't know. I never realized what spinal headaches were until I had Blair. And basically, like, after I gave birth, like, I had, like, this headache that just, like, kept, like, I don't know. It just, like, got worse and worse every day. And I just thought it was, like, stress. And nurses were like, oh, it could be, you know, this or that. Probably stress-related. Um, until it was like a week later and it was like the worst migraine I think I'd ever had in my life and come to find out after going to the ER, there's things called spinal headaches and you basically have to get like another epidural, but instead of getting the epidural medicine, they put your own blood into your spine and like you instantly feel relief from it. So like, I don't know, I feel like that was just like one thing that like no one ever talked about. And I literally was like suffering with it for like a week straight. And no one ever said anything until I finally went to the ER. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you just need a blood patch. Like, it's a quick fix. But no one told me about them. And I just had never heard of them. So, yeah. That's crazy that the doctor didn't even say anything. Or the nurses. And Well, when I was at Sarah Bush, it was just like a very mild headache. But once we got transferred to Peoria, like, that's when it started getting worse. Like, my doctor wasn't there. And, like, they were just focused on Blair. So, but even the doctors there, like, didn't say anything. So, it was, yeah. So, I feel like that is so common. The mom just kind of gets pushed to the side once the baby's here. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. That's so crazy. Yeah. We had no idea that was a thing. We were actually talking about that right before we started recording. And Liz was like, we have to talk about that. Because that I didn't even know that was a thing. No, it's definitely something that I feel like people need to know because then they can advocate for themselves and be able to say, hey, I think I'm having this and I need help. Right? Yes. Yeah. And it was like terrifying for me to like have to go to the ER like once we got home. But oh, my God, like the instant relief. It's like you can't even take care of your baby until like you feel better and like even just like looking down like it was just like a stiff neck it was just yeah it was horrible but so tell us how it felt when they finally got your blood going through there so like it was instant relief like the late the crna that was doing like my spinal whatever she's like okay i'm getting ready to put the blood in and i was like okay and like i knew the second she started putting the blood in because like my head felt like it was just like floating off of my neck because I literally I can't even describe like how good it felt <laughs> it was the best feeling ever and I literally went home like 30 minutes later and was a completely different person yeah and how was it leaving Blair because 
you just got home with her, right? Oh God. Yeah. It was horrible. It was the day after we got home and I was like bawling my eyes out on the way to the ER, but yeah, it was awful. <laughs> but it wasn't that long. You weren't gone that long. It was like six hours oh, probably. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not that long, but in the scheme of things, it kind of was. From the baby being three days old. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think before you get an epidural, they would go over like pros and cons or like what like could happen potentially. Yes. And like they never went over that with me. And they did. And I'm glad you brought that up because the CRNA that did my epidural, he said he was one of the side effects was a headache. But that's all he said. It was just a headache. Like he did not go into like detail on like what kind of headache it is. In my mind, I'm like, oh, just like a normal headache, it goes away. But like they don't tell you like yeah. If you're experiencing this, like you need to get help or you need to like come in or whatever. Like, yeah, they just kind of blow it on you. And they told me when I got mine, they're like, tell me if you get a headache because that means I did it wrong. They like, told you that? Yeah, they did tell me that. And yeah, she be careful. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a headache thing. But she might fall off of there. Just letting you know. We have all our kids here, by the way, why we're doing this. So if you if you hear us like say like discipline our kid or something, that's why. Or you know, a little baby crying um no but that's good he at least told you that yeah but like at the beginning like you think you'd be like okay so long-term effects are this or like short-term like this might happen yeah but i thought it was crazy because they didn't do that for me but i decided to get cash circumcised and before i got him circumcised i actually had a doctor come in and tell me what the cause of it like why i shouldn't really yeah after you made this like they were taking him away from me and they were like oh well this is all the reasons you shouldn't do it like, it's strictly just cosmetic. It's just so he looks, oh my like, normal, you know. Yeah. And you feel like a horrible mom. Like, you know, I don't want to do that. But then I was like, no, like, that's the right choice. That's what I want for my kid. But yeah. They wouldn't tell me about my own, like, epidural. But they were definitely trying to talk me out of a circumcision. Right. Do you guys know that apparently somebody posted on Facebook the other day that was like, hey, all the moms who got epidural, how's your back feeling now? Yeah. And apparently your back hurts for, like, forever. Yeah, it's, like, supposed to be, like, a permanent, like, side effect, kind of. Yeah. Do you guys have back pain? I feel I like have, I always have, so. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't really well, experienced have it. But I do know a few friends that have had kids, and they're a lot farther along than I am. I mean, we only have eight-week-olds, Hannah. Yeah. Uh, almost eight-week-olds. Um, but... Uh, you know, their their youngest is probably over a year, and then their oldest is around five, and they have back pain all the time. Yeah, I have heard that. I didn't know that was a thing. Back to the knowledge that no one tells us. Let's go back to your circumcising because I have I have Ellie, and so I don't know anything about that. So, like, what kind of made you make this this decision? Just, I don't want to be shallow about it, but I just wanted, like, whenever you go to high school, like, I feel like you don't want to be weird. I mean, you know what I mean? I want, I don't want it to feel different. Different, yeah. And I also, like, if that's something you would like in the future, like, that would really hurt. Like, going into high school, you're like, oh my god, I want to be so surprised. Yeah. You know, like, that's really going to hurt. But when you're a baby, like, and if you're not circumcised, like, there's pros and cons to both sides, but like, for me, that would be, like, I think a lot more cleaning, more infection, like, if you did not get circumcised. Yeah. So, and for Rob and I, it wasn't even a question. It was just, like, that's what we're doing. Like, that's 
So I don't know. If it's- yeah, I can. Yes, yes. Well, we decided to have Maddox circumcised as well. Um, we kind of went in knowing that that's what we were going to do. Um, we didn't really ask questions and we weren't really provided with any information. It was kind of just like, do you plan on getting Maddox circumcised? And we said yes. And they said, okay, we'll make sure the doctor does it. Um, so kind of again, like we were saying, you really have to ask those questions because they don't always come out and with with the knowledge unless you ask. So. Did you guys know that you can ask for like a numbing cream for your baby? I think they used it on cash. To my knowledge, they did. I think they asked us and I'm pretty sure it was like, if you get this, it's going to cost more. But uh, yeah, yeah, literally, (laughs) if you get this, it's going to cost more, but this will help numb like the area. And so we decided to go ahead and get that. Okay. So maybe that's just a, now that's just a thing that they just do now Mm -hmm. automatically. I hope so. I mean, my mom says that they did not offer it for Jaden. TMI for everybody, but but for Landon, they were like, "Do you want the numbing?" Cream? My mom was like, "There's numbing cream." Yes, I want the numbing cream. Right, you don't want baby hurt. And then she- and the um the whole experience was not, I mean, traumatic at all. Like Landon didn't really flinch, and it's like but mom remembers or Jaden just being super upset. Obviously, it's painful. So, so you guys didn't go with them to? No, they took them away from us and kept them. They had to keep them for four hours after to make sure the bleeding was. Oh, see, I don't think they did that with cash. I don't think. They just told me they were like, don't worry, that was just my kid. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Hashtag boy on pop. For you guys listening, cash just fell off the little chair. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh but he's okay he's not even no tears he's fine no tears he can't do it again <laughs> and ellie's just looking at him like dude <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh is that funny baby you should ask him if he's okay not <laughs> like <slap him>. <laughs> anyway so he they didn't keep cash no they just told me they were like just keep an eye on his head and if it turns purple let us know like they just made sure that he was okay. So, but I think I was also the only one that had a kid and I wasn't married. I think out of this, the, the process to get Rob on the birth certificate, like it was, it was easy at the hospital. He had to fill out a paper and everything, and then they had to take him out of the room and we're like, "Do you actually want him on it? Like, is it your kid or is but it his kid?" Yeah. Oh. And then we got like three. Yeah, we even got three papers. When we got home just like. Making sure he wants to be on the birth certificate, which is crazy because if okay, so at the hospital, if I wanted him on the birth certificate, he'd be on it. But if we would have broken up and I got that paperwork like the week after, I could have been like, never mind. Exactly, we would have had like no rights to him unless like he went through like the paternity test. I guess maybe like it was just kind of. I mean, in this day of age, like, you don't really need to be married, I don't think, you know. And even if you are married, you might not even be the husband's kid in the first place. And so I was, it was just a lot of work kind of to be, like, to make sure that, like, to, he got his last name and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. I realized it was yeah. that. I think it's nice that they do that, though, that in case, like, you're in this abusive relationship for yeah. some reason. Obviously, you weren't. Rob's yeah. It's great. But, like... Like, take him out of the room, make sure I'm comfortable. Yeah, make sure yeah. you're safe and everything. I saw a TikTok about that. So this yeah. lady was, like, she's a 
a nurse mm-hmm. and a labor delivery nurse. And it's like the, the dad would like left to go smoke or something. And the nurse was like, do you want him on this certificate? Yeah. And mom was like, no. She was, all right, sign this and won't be asked again. Mm-hmm. And so then she was able to get away from him because of that reason. So that's good. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. good. But unless, you know, someone's like, I just don't want him on there. And they're just being, what's the word? Yeah. Um, petty. Yeah. Exactly. Just being petty. Yeah. yeah. That would be pretty crappy. They even, it's so funny because they like went over, obviously, Rob's name a million times on the birth certificate and they put his birthday wrong. What? Rob's? No, Cash's. So every time I took him to the doctor and the insurance, they're like, oh no, this isn't the right kid. So then I had to call Sarah Bush because they put the wrong year. So he was like four years old or something. And so I had to call and I had to get it all straightened out. I thought the nurse just like wasn't paying attention or something. And she put like, I don't even know what year. It was just the wrong year. So we had to call. The insurance wouldn't pay for anything because they were saying it wasn't like the baby. So it was kind of a nightmare. Yeah. So we got to figure it out. We didn't even know what was wrong. And then once we figured it out, you know, obviously we got it fixed. But yeah. Oh my gosh, Abby. It's so stressful. Like, he's born like 2017. I was like, no. Like, born, was, like a week ago. Yeah, he was born like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me right now. I'm a mess. <laughs> you can't tell. I'm it's, yeah, a mess. Oh my gosh, that's nuts. Well, I got my name. So I got we got married, but then Timmy changed his name. It well, he got it started to be changed before we got married but it just took forever because he didn't want to have his dad's name because his dad's a piece of crap and he didn't want his dad's legacy to follow he wanted his grandpa's legacy to keep going so, so my husband changed his last name before oh, we really? got married too yeah before we got well, married that's but, better because we yes. ended up dropping like 600 bucks because of that. Oh, are you serious changed both of our names yeah so i turned in the paperwork of my name changed to boyer so they had me as muzo forever because I never got my name changed with the marriage license because it was forced, not foyer. So anyway, so we get there and the, for some reason, I'm still Nuzo in the system. So Ellie was baby Nuzo and Timmy's like, what the heck? That's how Cash was. He was baby Elsie. Yeah. And Rob's like, um, no. <laughs> I was like, they, it's, it's just to match me yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. And then your wristbands and yeah. then had baby, baby Nuzo and then Caddison yeah. Nuzo. Yeah. So then we came to the birth certificate and I was like, can I put my name as Boyer? Because that's legally my name. Like, I have my license and everything. And she said, well, you have to put down what your legal name is. I said, well, my legal name is Boyer, but you guys have been calling me Nuzo. And I've been a mess. I don't really care at the moment. Like, I just wanted this baby out. And now I've been trying to be a mom. Like, it was not on my top priority. She goes, well, I don't really know if you can do that. I'm like, well, my legal name is Boyer. So I'm just putting Boyer down. She's like, oh, okay. So I showed her my license. And then I called the lady. And I guess the lady that changes all the information was on vacation for the last two weeks. And I went into labor two weeks after I put these papers in. They're like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. But that, imagine like messing it up in general. It's crazy. I know. So what is one thing that like happened to you guys as mothers that you did not expect? Like what, does that make sense? Like, um, get pregnant. I think maternity leave. That was a big thing. Like, I had a really good boss, thank goodness. But paid maternity leave is not... Like, you don't have to have paid maternity leave. I don't... know. That's crazy. And... And if you do, it's only for, like, six weeks. And six weeks is not freaking enough. 
and maternity. Let's go to paternity too, because paternity leave is sad as well. Paternity leave is ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. How much time did your husband or your boyfriend get off? My husband got two weeks. I got a week. Not paid. Two weeks unpaid. Yeah. Mm Like that should well, be- I was complaining, but he at least got paid. But I still think that was ridiculous. It's just two weeks paid. I'm like, there's a whole new child in the house, you know? But for you guys, you didn't even, they didn't even get paid. That's wild. We didn't get paid either. Isn't that crazy? We had, a, we, had, we had her on Wednesday, and then it was we came home on Christmas. So then we had Christmas and then the weekend. So we got to be like off for like five days with us, but then went straight back to work. Yeah. And that's crazy, especially like, I mean, Rob, we had a week with him, but up until, like, we had cash, like, Rob and I learned how to change a diaper in the hospital. Like, we had never changed a freaking diaper. And then they're like, oh, yeah, after a week, you just can raise a baby by yourself. I'm like, no, actually, I can't. Like, it's really hard. (laughs) I know Allie mentioned this last week, but she was talking about how, you know, people who just get pregnant naturally they don't have to have home inspections and they just kind of send your baby with you and i kind of felt overwhelmed by that like just kind of like we were talking about they just don't give you a lot of knowledge they hand you a book of their discharge papers literally a book and they say you know everything from your birth experience is in this book um and and it's just these papers that are printed out and it's 200 pages thick and they're like, you know, if you have questions, you can call us, but um, good luck. I mean, and they, you know, I heard that they were going to do a car seat check. They did not check our car seat. They didn't check ours. They walked outside with us with a cart of all of our stuff, and they said, we'll help you put it in your trunk. Okay. Yeah. Have a, have a good day. And I just thought that was crazy. We'll say we did have a car seat check at OSF when we got transferred there, when we went home. The nurse didn't even let us carry Blair out ourselves. So the nurse actually carried Blair out in her carrier. They made, they watched us put her in the carrier and we had to make sure that we had her like buckled up. Okay. And then she put Blair in the car for us. Um, Yeah. So she put Blair in the car and like, she like shook it and like made sure like she actually did like check it. Yeah. I'm not even sure. Maybe she didn't put Blair in the car seat because I don't think she could put her in the car, but she like watched us put her in the car and made sure that we were putting her in our eye. Yes, I was going to say, I honestly would have liked that because I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even know if I had it hooked up right. I mean, the hooks were hooked, but I was like, is it tight enough? Is this going to be safe for him if we have to slam on our brakes? If we get in an accident? You know, we had no idea what we were doing. And you guys sit in the back with I did. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. I was like, I did too. I didn't feel right sitting in the front seat. Like she'd be all alone back. Yeah. Like, what do I do with this little nugget? And I, we had a two-hour ride home. So oh like, my gosh. I, sat in the back with <laughs> I think Rob literally drove like 30 the whole way home. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. So you had um Cash at Sarah Bush? Yes. Okay. I had Ellie mm-hmm. at Carl and Champagne. Um, I had Maddox at DMH and Decatur. Okay. And you have Blair. Bush, and then we ended up at Peoria. Do you want to share what why you guys went to Peoria? You don't have to. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. I can, like, briefly touch on it. So, basically, like, everything was going really good. And 
I pushed for three hours with her and she has a very large head. She takes after her dad. Um, so, and her head did not do very well during the natural growth process. And so she ended up with a fracture on her head and her respirations were like crazy. And even like to this day, I don't really know how everything like panned out. Cause I was just like, so out of it, yeah. but basically like we were packed up, ready to go home. We had discharge papers and the doctor came in and was like, okay, like we're getting ready to, you know, send Blair home. And we're like, okay. Well, then the nurse came in and was like, you know, it's off with her respirations. Like, let's just like keep her for another hour and just like see like how she does. And so, um, so basically they did an x-ray. They did an x-ray of her head and she had a skull fracture. Um, and she also had two small hemorrhages. Well, we were like, okay, so what does that mean? Well, then the doctor came back in and was like, okay, well, she's flying to Peoria. And I was like, what? Like, we literally were packed up, ready to go home. And then we get the news that she's going to Peoria, a helicopter. And so, like, it was just insane. So we get to Peoria. And basically, they just, like, were monitoring, like, her head and just making sure that she wasn't having any brain swelling, that the hemorrhages, like, absorbed themselves and all that stuff. So, yeah. She, it, a little scary. Yeah. It was just, it was insane. So she's fine now. Yeah, she looks healthy. She is. <laughs> so, did you guys want to touch on um Allie's podcast a little bit? Because I know a lot of you guys were like really just like really moved. So, like, what were your kind of thoughts about it? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, coming from somebody who struggled a little bit with getting pregnant, um, my husband and I tried for about a year as well. Um, and then we're kind of at a point where we were like, what the heck do we do? Do we, do we go to the doctor? Do we talk to the doctor? Kind of like what Ali was saying. Um, we luckily never had to go through anything, um, that she had to go through. Um, and we were, you know, blessed to be able to eventually, um, get pregnant on our own, but, um, just hearing her story and re- kind of reliving our thoughts through that year and, um, hearing how her, you know, struggle a lot extra than we did was very hard but also very touching that she has been able to spin her story into something so positive and be able to talk about it um she's so brave for being able to do that and i can't wait i hope she really does write a book because i will be one of the first to read it um i've already talked to my mom about the podcast i'm like have you listened to episode three because it's so fantastic and she's like i haven't listened to it yet and i was like you must like it is so good. So Allie, if you're listening to this, um, thank you for sharing your story. Um, thank you for being so brave and letting others hear about, you know, you and letting them know that there is hope for them. That they are struggling. I think that that's fantastic. So yes, very touched by it for sure. My mom was like, always ruins the podcast for Carlin each like Thursday morning. My mom will listen to it as soon as it drops and Carlin does it. And she likes to listen on the way to Cool. she'll come up to get ready and my mom's like you listen to the podcast and she's like no she's like, okay well I'm gonna tell you all about it anyway because I gotta talk about it and Carlin's like I really wanted to listen to it but it's time but anyway Abby what do you think yeah I mean as somebody who didn't struggle with that I mean that was really I mean it's inspiring to hear but it's also crazy to think like how far science has come like she could literally adopt like what 11 you know embryos isn't that crazy and wild had a freaking baby yeah, and carried for 10 months, nine months, like perfectly healthy kid. Yeah. 
Like, that's, yeah, it's not. And it's, thank goodness, because they're great people and they deserve a baby. So they do. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. For those of you guys that don't know, Allie, like, we all grew up in church for so choir. And Hannah, I don't know. Hannah isn't that work. But uh, Liz, me, and Abby, we knew um, her through Soul Choir and was friends with her little brother. And so, like, just seeing, and then, like she said, what she always wanted was a baby, have a family. And so, the fact that she struggled so hard was sad to hear. But, like, what Liz said, her coming out of this and sharing her story and being positive is just immaculate. Like, it's just crazy. Absolutely. And also, like, for her to be able to adopt embryos, because mm-hmm. I didn't realize, I mean, it makes sense, like, you can't just hold them in a freezer forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you just discard these embryos, and embryos are fertilized. Like, to me, they're babies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. discard a baby is like, I didn't even think about it, you know? Yeah. So I'm really glad that that, or- that organization, that adopt- adoption agency started, mm-hmm. because that gives these baby's chances to survive yeah absolutely instead of being you know unfrozen i don't know yeah i don't know what they do with that i wonder what the process is after that's wild i'm guessing they just consider it medical waste which is nuts that is nuts yeah. you know i mean that's what ali said yeah. we keep they keep paying for storage storage to hold these embryos or you discard them right I assume they just like they treat the child like medical waste, wow. which is crazy. But I'm so. And then, did you guys listen? Oh, go ahead. When she said that they wrote a letter about the open adoption, yes, that made her really skeptical. But then they said the reason why is because the mom had to have an emergency, like hysterectomy, yes. so she wanted to have more babies, but she couldn't. We were both struggling, and they were like each other's saving yeah saving grace for their situations and i think that's beautiful and that they get to have a relationship together now with this baby and get to cherish it and you know and yeah i just i think that's fantastic it's so beautiful what were you gonna say oh i was just going back to like the science aspect i was going back to like childbirth like because you can or like your baby's interesting. we didn't end up doing it because the storage is just outrageous but i think it's such a great thing to do because you know if he ever down the road needs like blood or anything like that is just right there for him and i just thought that just made me think about like, that's just storage you know it's a great thing to have. it's great so did you guys do the delayed cord clamping or did you know what that was or what that even is? So I know what it is, but I didn't obviously get a lot of information on it while we were in the hospital. And so we kind of just went with the flow yeah. of things. So I don't, we did not do the delayed clamping. Did you guys? I did briefly, but then I saw the cord and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> dude, that thing's thick. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Ellie, uh, I didn't do the delayed cord clamping either. I knew what it was, but I think my biggest thing was like I just wanted to make sure, like we immediately did like skin to skin. It was like yes, which you can still do. Yeah, the delayed cord clamping. Which you could. Yeah, we couldn't do it because Ellie was stunned when she came out, so she didn't cry. No, so they wanted to like 
they just took her away just in case something was wrong. Nothing was wrong. It was just a shock to her. So like they had to like kind of shake her up a little bit and like make her cry. Mm-hmm. You know, wake her up out of a trance. So like I wanted to do that, but then um it just wasn't an option for us. But it's common practice at Carl Hospital. Like yeah. every child gets the option. I mean, obviously the parents like for some reason no, but Oh my gosh. Why are they saying me? Do you have a visit? No, I don't think I have a visit. (laughs) My mom and Amy. (laughs) Just say hi because we're recording a podcast right now. So say hi. Hi, everybody. On that note, I think we're going to go ahead and say see you guys later. Thank you for joining all of us. Look at me. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.